This is the intro. Okay, now it's the intro. Now it's the we intro. Lost the first one. Boom, cut to music. I edit this one and I'm going to cut it after <laughs> where you say cut. So it's just bad. No, that'll be so good. Yeah. I love that. You were talking about how your notes are, though. Like I said, my notes look like someone was getting hit by a car while they were typing. This is the like, train wreck episode thing, because my notes aren't great. My notes are absolutely shit, I wrote shit, them dude. at about 1 in the morning last night. Right. I wrote them about 20 minutes ago. Okay. We're great. <laughs> we were prepared. And on time. We it, were set up what for time success. is it? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. I wonder what time we're going to get out of here. One in the morning. Literally. <laughs> and then we're going to go home and do it all again tomorrow. I caught the pin like this. I like, <laughs> it jumped and I caught it here and I've never felt cooler. <laughs> so, <laughs> I totally forgot what I was talking about. I like, peanut butter. <laughs> I don't know. I thought of the peanut butter baby. <laughs> the, baby <laughs> the baby covered in peanut butter. Dude, such a, an icon. Where is he now? God only knows, but he he's an American hero. Set up <laughs> for the success. peanut butter baby in textbooks. Some, some teacher's going to fail him, and he's like, do you know who I am? Man. I'm the peanut butter baby. You can't fail me. <laughs> I'd write it on my test if I had if I was in his position of power. <laughs> on all your job applications. <laughs> peanut butter baby. Your resume just, just says, I'm the peanut butter baby, and it's like a YouTube link. Comic Sans, <laughs> oh a full sheet no. of printer paper in the middle. Just says, I'm the peanut butter baby. Typed out YouTube link, and he just mails that I out. I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. That's it. That's his college um, admissions essay. I'm the Bitch, I was baby. the peanut butter baby. Let me in, or else. <laughs> and don't say what's gonna happen. Like <laughs> he gets into like Notre Dame, <laughs> Penn State. They make him the mascot <laughs> once he gets in. He can't. <laughs> we again didn't say what the podcast oh. is called or what episode okay. it is. Um, hello. This is episode four of the morbid and the mundane. Well, we did that. We nailed that. I think that was a solid intro. All right. <laughs> the peanut butter baby really makes it. Yeah. It was, it's, a, it's a high a high point we can work down from. <laughs> it's on, <laughs> downhill from just on a sharp downhill decline <laughs> until then. We just start steadily losing viewers after this. We haven't even gotten a single viewer yet. Yeah, the first. At we're this recording point. this before the first three drop. Yeah. So we don't, if you leave con- con- criticism <laughs> on the first ones, it's not going to be in here. so Or the next one. Just wait a little while and we'll get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll work it in eventually. Literally. If it's good. Like, if it's bad criticism, I'm just going to be like, cool, nerd. <laughs> I really just <laughs> want one negative iTunes review. I hope so. Because <laughs> I'm going to name I don't because I want, I like, <laughs> I don't want the bad <laughs> reviews. Because now that we say that, all our friends are going to be like, word, I'll help Oh, them. wait, please don't do that <laughs> to me. <laughs> Lux, Errol, don't you dare. <laughs> just name drop people. I, I know I where you live. That person. Or where you live. <laughs> what? I know where you live. Oh, I thought you were threatening the viewers. No, 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 no. Only the people that I know where they live. So. Oh, yikes. It's not that hard to find that information, though. <gasps> Dark web. <laughs> <laughs> it's full circle. Dude. Dude. We, gotta, we gotta go through our, our mundane. Oh, yeah. 
What, so have, what me, have you been doing? Oh, I was gonna say tell me. No, no, I remembered, so I can. Oh, so okay. Um, well, spring break just happened, so I've been doing a whole lot of nothing, yet also a whole lot of everything. I feel that. I got a new desk. Ooh, this is perfect. This is a perfect story. I got a new desk, and it was from Amazon, right? And you've seen it. It's pretty. It's like a tabletop almost. And I was putting it together by myself. I was the only one home. As I'm putting it together, like I'm finishing up, I'm standing it up, I'm starting to put things back on my desk. And I look at like the box that all of the stuff came in and I realize there was a weird amount of screws in there. And I look at the instructions and realize that not only had I missed a very crucial step, I missed a crucial like four steps. Okay. And just skipped Half straight the from the beginning straight to the end. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this stands. It works. I, there was like 12 screws in very All crucial extra. spots that I just thought were extra. I put them back together eventually. Like I, I did the whole shebang, but I definitely just would <laughs> have not noticed that. And, like, in a week from now, it would have fallen apart and everything I love and cherish would have been destroyed. And you would have, like, thrown the screws into a drawer and never just be right. seen again. It was the screws that held the legs on, dude. Wait. Okay, wait. How do you make <laughs> that step? There's five parts to a table. The top and the legs. <laughs> like, it's not that hard to know which ones have to touch. You would think. But it was, like, there was this. So the tabletop, right? And then there was this, like square bracket that went under it and I screwed the I screwed the legs to okay so I misspoke I screwed the legs to the table but not to the bracket oh so they would have like come out and formed like an a if I hadn't put those screws in okay but yeah it was a very crucial step I thought you just like propped up the legs with oh each and then other, just said fuck it and then just like threw the thing on and it balanced you like word it stands <laughs> word <laughs> worm oh my goodness no but that sounds like something i would do genuinely i'm kind of dumb i mean if it stands it stands i had my mouse acceleration on oh yeah i, we did. That, I still don't know what that means <laughs> but i was roasted for it yeah and it's a yikes from me okay so what about your mundane my mundane is what did I do? I got the first dose of my vaccine. Oh, wait, me too. We got it on the same day. I remember that. We did text about that. I was like, I'm going to drop this in. And oh, it's gonna yeah. Be big. And then I also, I you probably also know this, but I forgot if I told you. Maybe. I related. changed my major. <gasps> what? I didn't tell you. What? Good. To okay. what? Biology. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> because it's cool. <laughs> wait. <laughs> with the concentration in ecology, evolution, and marine biology. So the penguins. Okay, I have so... What? <laughs> Back the fuck up. We said in episode one, my major was electrical engineering. <laughs> so. With a minor in physics. Maybe. Yeah. What happened? I was like, this is interesting and somewhat fun, but probably not fun for a long-term job. So it was like, well, but this one, the long-term job seemed fun. <laughs> like, they'll stay yeah. fun. And I liked both of them going in, but, like, with robotics in high school, right. I was like, no, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. But then when you start doing it, you're like, it's nothing like robotics, and I'll probably be stuck in an office job uh. unless I'm really lucky. So I was like, I'd rather spend my time doing something I know I can get into 
that makes sense, fun things and not have to, to like hope I get lucky and just mm-hmm. can move up a corporate ladder. Yeah. They're like so much of engineering is like it's a, a fast growing field, but it's fast growing because they have to fill a lot of office jobs and mm-hmm. they need more and more that level of people. Yeah, they don't. It's not a lot of needing more and more managers. You'll need some as you get more people. Yeah. But to get to the high up, cool jobs, mm-hmm. it's just, you, you like, it'd be so yeah. hard to, you get stuck pretty much. Yeah. A lot of people in on Reddit where <laughs> I did my research, as you, sh- I was as like, you should. <laughs> so what do the people on Reddit think uh, about this major? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Do your parents know yet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That would have been fun to drop at Thanksgiving. You're yeah. Like, hey, by, by the, the way, way I, it, I'm no longer going to college. <laughs> I dropped out. <laughs> I moved to Vegas. <laughs> like, I'm just a hologram here. I'm a hologram. <laughs> Do you remember? Whoa. I just had war flashbacks. Do you remember the Kingdom Keepers books? Yeah. With the holograms in Disney World? Yeah. And the It's a Small World ride that came alive? Yeah, I thought we were going to talk about Percy Jackson. Oh, no. And that, <laughs> the, like, atrocious movie adaptation. Oh, fuck that movie. But the Vegas scene? I'm so excited, though, for it the would, series. No, but it popped off for no reason. You can what? That scene with the, the lotus flowers? Yeah. And the What's per- the song in the background of that? The, oh, wait. It's like a Kesha song, isn't it? He's got big eyes. I think he knows. It's Lady Gaga. What song? It's Poker Face. Is it? It is. He's right, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Is it, though? I, that sounds right. The other day, I also learned um, from people in the Disney College program on TikTok that It's a Small World is so old that they just never shut off the animatronics. So they'll shut off the lights and stuff. But if you go in there after hours, the animatronics are still moving, even if the music is off and the lights are off. I saw something else on TikTok talking about they regularly have to go in there and fix their hair, but oh, they're yeah. moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't. I can't. That ride makes me want to die. Oh, I hate, like, some of the creepypasta stuff that happened with it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the, obviously, your Five Nights of Freddy's, the animatronics <laughs> come alive, but the ones with, like, people getting hung in there. Yeah. Which isn't true. Right. I think. No. No one's died on no one's died on Disney property. They always get them out on ambulances. If anyone's died oh, because yeah, of an yeah. accident on Disney, they don't die on Disney property. Right. Or they're not claimed dead until right. they're off of the property. Right. So they can say there's never been a death at Disney property. Right. So Dude, that guy who breaks into the abandoned parts of Disney World and records it is like an American hero. Like I it scratches he has an itch two in my brain. lifetime bans from Disney World. Yeah, it's like going to jail twice. Like not going to jail, going <laughs> going, going to, to jail. jail for multiple life sentences. Only their lifetime bans from Disney for two lifetimes. <laughs> Are they gonna figure out who he's reincarnated into and be like, "Sucks, dude. Past you did dude. some stuff." And it's like his YouTube videos. He's an American hero. Like that and scratches I, no, an itch in my brain I didn't even know I had. I watch those all the time. That kind of stuff. But yeah. I've watched his channel a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about Sam and Colby <laughs> on here them. already. Love them. Ooh, the the place that I'm going to talk to you about today, Brennan has went to. And I almost Ooh. watched the YouTube video, but I didn't have time. We should watch it later. We should, after the episode. <gasps> How fun. That's so cute. Speaking of, that's a great segue into starting. Let's take it. Let's take Let's it. Let's take it. <laughs> okay. Because otherwise we're going to be here We're going to talk while. for another 30 minutes and be like, wait, wait, we have a podcast. <laughs> we should leave all that in, though. Fair enough. Maybe. 
some of Except it. Except maybe not the, the part we're where we're playing Googling. poker Yeah, face. there's three different phones playing the Percy Jackson scene. Okay. I'm going to give you a little bit, right? I want to see if you can guess what I'm going to do based on what I tell you right now. Okay? Oh, I'm the worst guesser. I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So this place, first of all, it's classified as one of the most haunted places in all of America. Okay. Destination America did a story on it. Ghost adventures, ghost hunters, unsolved mysteries, and most terrifying places in America. Um, plus a bunch of YouTubers that we like specifically have been here. Um, specifically, Haley Reese has been there, and so has Brennan Taylor. Any guesses? Is it the zoo in Gri- and not Griffith Park, but the Hollywood Park? I know what you're talking about. No, it's not. Dang. Okay. Or else. I, I watched a lot of Brennan going to the bad apartment building. That's like most of what I watched on his channel. For some reason, I went there for the ghost stuff and I was like, oh, this looks fun. <laughs> I never got to the ghost got stuff because he would just go and roast awful apartments. And I just thought it was the greatest thing. <laughs> For no I didn't even know he did that. I go for the ghost stuff. I stay for the oh, ghost stuff. Oh, he stayed in some like awful places. One of them, like in the video, almost scammed him for money. And, but he would like they had cameras out, and they were like, "No, you have to like give us a room or give us the money back." Dude. <laughs> you have to give us the room or give us the money back. Oh, they were good. Oh, where where else would he go? Is it the bridge? I know they live in like California. There's a bridge and a park around there that someone jumped off of. No, it's and not. And it's got gates now. What is that bridge called, though? I have no idea what you're talking about. Because Elton goes there a lot, too, from... Uh, Can you fix your mic? Oh. Sorry. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> you were just like this. Oh, yeah. Okay. TFIL. They've gone there a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. I forgot that... They might, like, call it the suicide bridge. I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Sam and Colby In California? Gone. Yeah. It's just, like, a normal bridge that has gates on it now, though, because... Hmm. And there's like a, a a a lady. I think the story goes. We're getting to the wrong stories, but no, I'll give you a very short version of it from what I remember. I the don't videos. know what you're talking the, about. The lady threw her, her kid off <gasps> and then jumped off. No. Yeah. So like, there's a lady that haunts the bridge. Okay. He just jumped in there. You flew back, dude. It literally looked like you hurt yourself. Are you okay? He's coloring. Oh. <laughs> He's coloring. It's an intense process. He colors when we... Anyway, I have one more guess. Did you ever say I have three guesses or did I have three clues? Oh, no. We can give you three guesses, though. No, I'm kidding. Well, now I've limited myself and I don't have a third guess. <laughs> um, We are going to watch that Sam and so Colby So Sam and Colby though. haven't gone and Brennan has. Yes, that's correct. Sam and Colby have mentioned they want to go, though, but I'll give you another hint. It's not in Cali. Ooh, okay. One of the most haunted places. In America. In America. And it's also, it was featured on uh, most terrifying places in America. The Andrew Jackson Hotel in New Orleans. You're so close. You're. It, I'm doing Myrtle's Plantation. Oh, well, well I could have got <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> um, dude, I'm, I'm glad you said one from New Orleans, though. We, I, I, I was getting there. I was thinking about doing... Um, I was thinking of doing the Lollary Mansion. Oh, okay. And then I was like, that that's too heavy. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. No. <laughs> um, so I decided on Myrtle's Plantation. I'm really excited because I the Myrtle's Plantation is really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know very 
like surface value just because we grew up here right stuff about it have you been i'm excited to that one yeah i've gone to a plantation i'm not sure if it was i was so little i went once with grandma grandma and grandpa took me and i think melody i I went to a plantation on a school field trip there was it's like there's a fair or something held there every yeah year. it was that one yeah um and they had like uh an antiques dealership thing going on yeah it was cool um and there's I a cat think... that lived in the gift shop i think so actually yeah yeah i think so that's what i remember for the field trip because i was like i want to buy the cat <laughs> you can't buy the cat <laughs> um he was in the gift shop genuinely i didn't have any memory of this place though until i started reading about it and then i was like wait a second like, I was reading about the grounds, and I was like, wait, some of this is coming back to me. Um, I remember I took a lot of pictures because it was, like, we went the school year. I'd gotten, like, a little video camera for Christmas. Oh, that's cute. It was, like, a little dinky camera. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take great videos, but I took pictures and videos of everything in them, like, in the <laughs> plantation. So, I and, like, I've gone back through them. So, like, yeah. For some reason, I just remember a lot of it really well. Right. I just didn't know it was Myrtle's. I was just like, oh, yeah, plantation from field trip. <laughs> yeah, because that's where we go in Louisiana. We go see plantations. <laughs> the haunted plantation. Literally. Dude, this whole state is so haunted. And it's – I don't think anybody else, like, in any other state can just understand how deeply ingrained, like, ghosts are in our culture. Like, there are literally taxis in New Orleans that will not pick up people from certain areas because they're so notorious for picking up ghosts. That doesn't happen. And in front of certain churches for that vampires. Too. Literally. Why? Why are we the way that we are? Why I- did it burn down twice? <laughs> what, what's that about? I can't <laughs> with this city. Or the, the playing jazz to keep the axe man away. We're a lot. <laughs> New Orleans That's dramatic. a little spies. <laughs> no, like, no, we're so glamorous. <laughs> and yet in the same breath as talking about the city that I love, I can also say that one time during Mardi Gras, I watched a man, a fully grown man in a tutu, breaststroke, fully breaststroke in a puddle, face down on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> like... He's the next Olympic swimmer. Oh no, that Dude, man get him was... drunk enough, he'll outswim anybody. <laughs> that man was gone. <laughs> like the amount of times I've been scammed on Bourbon Street. No, thank you. Okay, 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 okay. We're off topic. The whole state's haunted and we're all drunks. <laughs> That's what we're getting to. <laughs> Done. Um, so Myrtle's plantation. It was built in 17. 1770 no it was 1796 in st francisville louisiana right okay it was built by general david bradford he's also called bear with me now whiskey dave wait what was his name again general david bradford okay Okay. whiskey dave he was being personally headhunted by george washington what a title (laughs) like i just wanted you to react what a title. <laughs> he was being personally headhunted by George Washington for his involvement in the Whiskey Rebellions, which is why he's Whiskey Dave. That's cool. Is it? <laughs> and he fled to the Deep South. To be able to say George Washington is yeah. coming for my head. Right. <laughs> and I don't care because I love me some whiskey. <laughs> that just, wow. Well, so, okay, he fled to the South, but at that point... Um, it was a Spanish colony, so he technically, like, you know, he was running away. And he, you know, um, because he wasn't a broke bitch, he bought 
600 acres of land casually casually <laughs> run away let me stop real quick and built an eight house ma- an eight room mansion as if that would hide him from his headhunt from george washington you gotta look you know hide right under their noses literally They'll never expect the spanish inquisition <laughs> i'm just saying if i'm hiding from someone i'm not gonna spend a shit ton of money and buy a, a 600 acres of land and build a mansion i think i'd use the money to like change my identity right <laughs> like not gain a nickname i think i'd change my name <laughs> i don't not gain a nickname um Speaking of nicknames, the mansion was named Laurel Grove at first, right? Um, He lived there alone for several years until he was pardoned by John Adams. And then at which point he went and he moved his wife and kids from Pennsylvania to Louisiana. um, And that's where, like, they began their life and whatever. And the plantation started to, like, not take root, but it they were all, like, as a family together now. Yeah. He's also started housing law students there, um, and one of his law students fell in love with his daughter. And after Dave died, Whiskey Dave, rest in peace, um, he, his wife ran the plantation for a little bit, but eventually it was passed on to the daughter and the law student who fell in love with her. His name was Clark. Her name was Sarah. And they had three kids. But in 1823, his wife and two of his three children died of yellow fever. Oh. That, like, (laughs) always happens. And, like, always? No, it's, like, literally, I'm just reading, because, like, doing the research recently, it's always, like, yeah, everything was going good until half of everybody dies. Tuberculosis. Yeah, it's it's always, like, I know why it happens, like, like it was huge outbreaks of stuff, but it. It's always, you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, here's the twist. Here's the, it was all going good. Wipe them out. (laughs) And then something's literally. Talking about, it's kind of similar. Like, okay, all ghost stories kind of have that it might have happened, it might not have, Mm -hmm. right? And elements of it can be proven true. Elements of it can be proven false. But there's still, like, this amalgamation of a story that has been built up over the years. Um, I'm going to kind of tell you. I'm going to try and tell you both simultaneously. So it might be a little weird, but bear with me. Um, So before that, before his wife and his children passed, allegedly he was sleeping with one of the servants. She was afraid that if she didn't do what she was told, she would be forced to work out in the fields, which is like the worst of the worst because she was working indoors typically, like around the wife and the children or whatever. And she didn't want to be sent out doing hard manual labor so she just kind of complied with what he told her to do and she was a teen so it was assault but she supposedly complied that story does not end well because allegedly once again all alleged because you know shit gets weird so with the assault and the they were all supposedly very cruel to her she started eavesdropping on conversations and there was a few different like testimonies as to why some said that she was trying to figure out like his problems with her so that she could correct her behavior so that she wouldn't be sent out into the fields and other stories said that she was just trying to like keep tabs on the situation um some also said that he was talking to another I don't want to say talking because it wasn't really talking toying with the idea I guess of 
interacting with another one of the slave women and she was trying to keep tabs on that situation regardless she started eavesdropping and she was caught Scary. the story yes <laughs> the story goes that he cut her ears off oh. as punishment but did they didn't he didn't want anyone to see that she was disfigured so he made her wear a green turban she starts planning revenge and she gets her revenge because one of Woodruff's daughters was it was her birthday and she was turning 9 and this slave woman was in charge of making the birthday cake. I think I remember some of this. Yeah, and she poisons it, supposedly. Um, some stories say that she didn't intend to kill them. She just wanted to get them really sick because healers were, like, really renowned and, like, really valued. So if she could get them sick and then nurse them back to health, that would almost guarantee her a spot, like, to stay inside. Yeah. Um, but it was lethal, and she killed them. And then... The other slaves turned against her and lynched her. And that's how the story ends with this slave woman. There's a few different names for her. The most common is Chloe, but also Cleo. Variations of that name are also very common. And no one can prove that this woman actually exists. There's no record of this woman ever existing. And there is record that the wife and children died of yellow fever. There was also um, some inconsistencies in the story where Chloe supposedly killed the wife and the two daughters, but he had two daughters and one son, mm -hmm. and one daughter is known to have survived with him for, like, the rest of the years, the rest of their lives. Okay. They lived on together, and she got married and had children. How would she have lived if he, if she had passed? If the son was the one that exactly. Lived. Um, it just didn't make sense, but that's the story that has been popularized, and she is the ghost that is seen the most. That happened in 1831. Clark and his last daughter, whose name is Mary Octavia, which I love. That's a fancy name. Mwah, love that name. Um, they moved to Covington, and by 1834, he sold the plantation, the land, everything to a man named Ruffin Gray Sterling and his wife but this is when everything got remodeled so it started off as an eight room mansion it was almost doubled in size by these people the veranda was made to be 125 feet long they it, the the features are crazy fancy now cast iron railings gabled roofs six chimneys why <laughs> why do you need that many chimneys heating if you got too many rooms you gotta have a lot of fireplaces but six he chimneys? He had too much money is what it sounds like. <laughs> it sounds like he was like, I don't know what to do with this extra money. I'm going to add another chimney in here. <laughs> Every extra paycheck he had, it didn't go to, like, his kids. He just he's, added another. He was a chimney fanatic. Another. It's like a. It's like collecting model trains. Only chimney. <laughs> the same chimney six times. Oh, my goodness. Um. Okay, but there's also, like, stained glass windows patterned after the French cross allegedly to ward off evil i did not know there was a specific french cross and every a lot of places have a like they all change in different areas it's Why? not like they could google what the cross was they were like y'all remember the symbol that that guy had on his clothes and he was telling us about this christ dude because <laughs> i think it looks something like this and it's just and they ran with that i didn't know that like i i was i remember i was reading through the through the it was wikipedia and i was like 
French. Why do you have to clarify? Is it different? And I Googled it and I was like, that's a whole ass square. <laughs> have you seen a French cross? Hold on. I mean, I probably have. I can't pick. It's a whole square. Yeah, but then like look up the Templar's cross. That's a shield. <laughs> it's also a square. Wait, yeah. that's an X. This is some pirate's X marks the spot nonsense. I thought you would knew that one because that's the one in Assassin's Creed, the Templars. Yeah. I'm looking at a diagram of all the different crosses now. <laughs> I that's what I'm saying they're like a lot of them they just got I swear to god it was totally like wait we didn't get them to write down the symbol we didn't get them to write <laughs> so. it down. was I just supposed to pop out knowing that I didn't <laughs> well whatever there was a french cross which apparently is a thing and <laughs> I'm gonna trust it because the internet told me to but this was the time so that they redid the whole building stained glass six chimneys <laughs> French crosses um and they also filled the home with like expensive furniture and stuff imported from Europe the whole shebang literally they went ham for no reason um it was also during this time that the plantation's name was changed to the myrtles because of the crepe myrtle trees so Sterling dies in 1854 and he leaves the plantation to his wife he had a total of nine children, but five of them died on the property. Or four of them died on the property, and one of them died independently. He died in 18, 1854, and his son was stabbed years later over a gambling debt. So he's the fifth kid. Okay. Um, the plantation was left to his wife, Mary, who was really well-respected. So the plantation goes on. It survives the Civil War, though a lot of the expensive stuff inside was stolen. And Mary Cobb Sterling, the surviving wife, she hired a man named William Drew Winter to help manage the plantation. And, spoiler, this is the only recorded, factually known death to have happened at the plantation. Um, like, there's the ones about, we know that those other people died of yellow fever, but that's not a murder, you know? Yeah. There's a total of, um, like, 12 or more rumored murders to have happened here but this is the only one that can be proven with like news and dates and facts and things like that but it's like a weird trend that i noticed when i was writing this where it's like a man buys it his daughter falls in love with whoever they bring in a man buys it his daughter falls in love with whoever brings in like so this guy or this this surviving wife and her daughter her daughter falls in love with a man and they're then given the plantation Okay. It follows this really weird, like, it looks like, a, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> I might be making a mountain out of a molehill, but it, it was weird to me. But he goes on to marry the daughter, Sarah, also named Sarah. There was another Sarah earlier. But the family fortune was lost after the war because it was wrapped up in Confederate currency. Oh. Yeah. So they were forced to sell it in 1868. There was a whole lot of changing hands. I was writing it down, and eventually I just said, screw it. Um, only some of these are important. Okay. Because it, it literally was every other year. It went to a different couple and a different couple. The Winters actually bought it back at a certain point. Like, oh, whoa. Um, but when, Will, when he did buy it back, um, he was shot point blank on the porch. <laughs> but Yeah. By who? Good question. <laughs> I hope we get there. We don't. Oh. <laughs> no, literally. We just, it was, it was a stranger. So oh. he, he taught Sunday school in the parlor and a man 
shows up at his house and starts yelling for him. He comes down the stairs and is literally shot point blank. Whoa. Right. No one knows who did it. There's rumors that it was this guy named E.S. Weber, but they can't prove anything. That name sounds so familiar, and I feel like it's just because it's an English name. My brain immediately thought Andrew Lloyd Weber, the guy who wrote Phantom of the oh. Opera, <laughs> and Cats, and School of Rock. He did it. <laughs> he did it. It's gotta be. It was his pen name. So yeah, he shot. He sh- yep. That, okay. Is that where we end? So I was, was giving, my turn. No, I was giving you a second to react and you just didn't. And I was like, oh no. I don't know We're how just to. We're going to have this weird stretch of silence. It's short in the silence. It's but funny. Like. Um, okay, 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 okay. So Sarah remains at the plantation until 78. It was sold in 80, then again in 86, then again in 89, then again in 91. I'm skipping all those people. Okay. Yeah. Only bring a few important <laughs> Literally. It was bought by a man named Harrison Milton Williams and his wife, Fanny. That's such a nice name. Is it? <laughs> oh, okay. They this had... is like a southern folklore name. See, I when I think of like southern names, I think like Marianne. Yeah, the like, like two part names. Yeah. Or like I, it's always Anne. I knew a Carrie Anne in high school. Like, why? It's just very, like, Southern Belle. Yeah, yeah. And then you have, like, what was her name from Princess and the Frog? Charlotte. Lottie. <gasps> what a queen. <laughs> we love her. Do you remember, like, two years ago at Thanksgiving when we watched that movie and I started crying at the table? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so upset. <laughs> I don't even remember, like, what. We put it on as background music and then, like, everyone just got really focused on the Princess and because the Frog. Because it's a beautiful movie. It is. And I just started sobbing. Oh my goodness. Okay, 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 okay. We can't talk about New Orleans. We, <laughs> we, we just go on a tangent. <laughs> um, Harrison Williams, his wife Fanny, they buy it. Um, they have seven kids. Their oldest, Harry, is gathering cattle before a storm. Um, he falls in a river and drowns. What? <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me like he got run over by some of the cattle or something. No, he falls in a river and drowns. Why was he by the river if he was trying to get the cows? <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> it's such like a jump. So Mans is getting the cows. Anyway, he falls in a river and dies. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the parents decide they don't want to be on the property anymore. They give it to a different son um, who lives on the property with his wife and sister. And it's, it's sold a million more times. And now it's a bed and breakfast. A to point A to point B, baby. Like, <laughs> we gotta get there somehow. Literally. So, the in the 1950s, though, the house was sold to a, a woman named Marjorie Munson, and that's when we start getting the ghost stories. Okay. So, she's not, like, a really important character in the lore, but that's the, in the 1970s is typically when the ghost stories start. The, pan, the plantation goes through several more ownerships in the 70s, Eventually, one of those other side characters are um, James and Francis Kermine. Oh, James and Francis Kermine Myers. They ran the bed and breakfast, and under a pen name, they wrote a book about the plantation. That's when it's named, or they classify it as um, the most haunted house in America. Okay. So it's not an official title. Like a self-proclaimed. Right. Okay. And that's when more and more ghost stories start spilling out. There's also... um, as it relates to Chloe, there was somewhere in that, like, mush of 
the 70s when the ghost stories start coming out and when the book is published and all that is I saw some stories about how one of the children talked about how their auntie so it went through a few different channels but their aunties were seeing a woman on the plantation but it was never a young girl in a green bonnet it was always an older woman in a green bonnet i remember the, the i remember being there and talking about the old lady in the, the bonnet yeah and I, I was when you said that the she was a teen i was like i must be remembering something right. wrong but like there might even be like a, a portrait of somebody in a green yeah. bonnet in there now I don't, I actually don't know. We should, cause for, I like, for some reason, as soon as you said the green bonnet, I had that I, no, old same. lady pictured in my head. Same. And I, I there, there's gotta be something in like the gift shop right. or maybe in the plantation itself, like yeah. with an old lady. Cause like, and it's also other people have s- supposedly seen an old woman in a green bonnet so it's like there's also another theory that that story just got really twisted over time as it was retold and retold and retold and retold she might have been older she might have been a healer who poisoned them like that story they can't find a chloe or a cleo or a whatever her name was that existed but there have been sightings of a woman in a green bonnet not a teen so it might have just been convoluted over time But to this day, the house is still open for tours and overnight guests. There's 22 rooms in total over two floors. And they're all named. I went on their website. They're all named after different people who have, like, owned it or been in there or, like, servants' quarters and things like that. It's it's super cool, and I would like to go. I want to go again. Um, the, The chandelier, I just, I thought this was crazy, is 300 pounds. It still has its original floors and original windows. And this... Dude, I'm going to read you. There's a music room, two different ladies' parlors, a gentleman's parlor, a game room. Like, this is literally a clue board. That's a... Like, I I just... Imagine getting to play, like, clue in the... You'd definitely, like, get haunted. (laughs) You'd get some ghost attached to you because you'd be disrespecting so much. But... But it's... That's some... It was Mr. Plum in the library kind of shit. Yeah, the parlor... There's definitely right. a parlor. The, on the billiards floor. room. Yeah. But um, I think I forgot to mention this earlier also, but during the remodel, um, they did add on like a whole southern portion of the, the building, but they also rearranged pre-existing walls. So they physically took and moved walls to create new rooms. Did part of the plantation burn? I didn't read anything about that. For, I don't. There's also a lot of fire in Louisiana culture, though. Yeah, it might have just been, like, like that's one of those things that's, like, just randomly it, popping in my head talking about it. It genuinely might have been another but plantation. They, they played a video at the beginning, and they could have been talking about the fires of New Orleans. Right. Like, just because it's Louisiana stuff, so they might have, like, right. were showing a timeline kind of thing. Right. But for some reason, my little kid brain memory was, like, <laughs> fire happened in this story. <laughs> <laughs> could have just sprinkled that in but add a little spice yeah. <laughs> um okay 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 oh there's also cottages on the grounds that you can rent and then there's the gift shop called the general store this is actually i didn't know this but this is where the general lived when the house was being built oh. is the general store that's that's fun right and then there's also like a restaurant a courtyard um and it's also supposedly built on an indian burial ground 
What isn't here, though? That. <laughs> like, at this point, America does not belong to us. Like, the natives were here first, and we... But Mm-mm. specifically, this area, like, that, where yeah. the plantations are, off the Mississippi River... Literally. ...is, I'm... Everything along that river is an Indian And we wonder ground. why this state is cursed. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're not supposed to be here. <laughs> no. Okay. So, supposedly, it's home to 12 ghosts... probably more but 12 that have been given like names and stories and all that um i already told you chloe's story but the what i didn't tell you because i wanted to save it that this the myrtles plantation is very famous not just because of the hauntings but because they can prove some things um specifically through photographs specifically of cleo okay we don't know if that like if that was her real name or whatever who she actually was but there have been multiple pictures taken of her and i'm going to show you some we're going to talk about some of the other ghosts first because i want to end with your reaction to these pictures because they scared the fuck out of me oh no i hated them (laughs) um okay so in the 70s um multiple guests reported seeing a young girl wearing a green turban. Um, and then in 1992 is when the photo was taken. So I'll get to that. Um, there was also reports of a woman in a green turban um, staring at you at night. Uh-uh. Like you'd wake up and she'd just bug-eyed, be staring at you kind of crap. There was also reports of that thing happening, but she would be holding a candle, and the light would be bouncing off of her. So she was obviously there. Ooh. Like, this wasn't, it wasn't, like, some transparent, like, that was a person. Um, there was also reports of her tucking you in at night. So guests would intentionally sleep with the blanket around their feet and wake up completely tucked in. There was also, like, reports of um, a woman in a green turban wandering the grounds usually followed by the sound of children which would kind of make sense if she was one of the people caring for the children there was also um, another popular ghost in the house is william winter the the man who was shot on the porch Mm -hmm. a lot so the story goes that he was shot at point blank on the porch right but other variations of the story some say he just crashed down and died right there Oh, like a supernatural. Um, No, I mean, like, he collapsed after he was shot. Oh, We can prove he was shot. Okay. Um, Some people say he just died on the porch. Other people say he he came back in the house and tried to get upstairs. Some say he was trying to get to his wife, but I never saw... Okay, out of all of the things I read, I only saw one article that said he successfully made it to his wife and died in her arms. All of the other ones say he died on the 17th step whoa right isn't that weird i don't like that number yeah that i just don't like that they have a number yeah i guess that's pretty bad too yeah like they they know <laughs> like why that wh- yeah that like i know why they like for for a dramatic effect not dramatic effect but like why they they had to count the steps at which he was at but yeah. like for some people to say it was on the porch some people have the specific step he died on yeah. and like one person was like, no, he made it up. And those discrepancies are so weird, but the yeah. one that has, like, a specific number, I'm always like, it's got to be that one. I'm more, and yeah. it totally doesn't have to be, <laughs> but I just, that they've got me fooled with the specifics. Right. Supposedly, 
you can still hear him like trying to get up the stairs Ooh. yes and there's also you some people have um said that they can hear gunshots like people will be in the house and think that a gun went off and will come down to investigate and obviously nothing's there it's like a phantom gunshot yeah um People have also heard gunshots on the grounds. That can kind of be written off, though. Like, this is the South. People just fire guns yeah. because we're all rednecks. But um, <laughs> it still creeped me out. And yeah. I thought it was worth noting that people hear gunshots on the, the grounds. Yeah, especially, like, if it's far off, you can be like, oh, it's it's something going on. But if it's, like, close to the house, yeah, that's just weird. Right. And especially if you can't see it. Like... Guns are loud, but they're not as loud as people will think they are. Like, if you're... You, you can hear a gun from a good distance away. But this plantation is 600 acres. Yeah. This, th- you're not going to... He- if you're on one side, you're not going to hear something from the other. Like, that's just not going to happen. So, I don't know. I thought it was worth noting. But other things have also happened at this house. Uh, movies were filmed there. Um, specifically, The Long Hot Summer. I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't. I haven't seen it. I knew I knew they did movies out of it. Um, but the cast and the crew all say that they like saw furniture moving with no explanation. Oh. Right. I hate I hate it. When chairs start to move. Specifically chairs bother me so much. And I don't know why. I would rather a table be completely flipped over, stuck to the ceiling, than a chair move an inch to the left. <laughs> if chair's doing, like, the Cupid Shuffle, I'm out. <laughs> no, I would rather a table be doing the Cupid Shuffle. The, inch, the instant that a chair moves, I'm over. I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm selling the house. I'm moving out of the country. I can't. <laughs> but uh, people also testify, like, weird smells vanishing objects which i didn't know was common in paranormal stories until pretty recently but supposedly like that's a thing where i know it a lot with drawers if you put something in a drawer and then later you go you open it and it's not in there really that's a thing yeah i've read a lot about that i hate that i absolutely hate Uh, that. right right where did it go i'm uncomfortable (laughs) i didn't know that i didn't know that was a thing i've just like heard different stories talking about are you just saying, like, something's on the table, though, and it's just gone? What, so, from what I understood, because cause this was my interpretation of something that I listened to and read, you know? So, yeah, I knew that, like, when you hear a ghost story, it's always, like, footsteps and things like that and um, things moving or whatever. Supposedly, another element that's really common in ghost stories that most people just forget to add on because it's not as obvious is that objects you'll put your keys down and leave the room come back a minute later and they're gone and you'll tear your whole house apart trying to find your keys and when you turn back around to the place you've looked a million times they're back like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was a thing at all and I strongly dislike it I've definitely had moments like that though same I think I think in your house, which is haunted. <laughs> Factually. Literally. By a whole ass <laughs> demon? Can we say that? Can we say that? Can we? Do we know for sure? Have we asked him? Is it a him? I don't want to talk to it. <laughs> that thing scares the crap out of me and have since we were kids. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's a story for a different day. If you have your own ghost stories, please send it to us in the Discord. Maybe we'll do like a... 
a special edition. Tell me why your house is haunted. Yeah, yeah, everybody share their their own and then maybe we'll feel stories. comfortable enough to tell ours because it's messed up y'all but to bring it back vanishing objects are really common in this um in this house and so are like random screams in empty rooms in the yard there's also a lot of weird testimonies about little girls so seeing like children like running through the hallways, laughing and giggling, and seeing kids around corners and floating children. I mean, there was a lot of kids, mm-hmm. and it was a time where, like, a lot of kids were dying. Died. <laughs> but also, like, with Cleo being the caretaker. Yeah. So them sticking around. Oh, wait, and if she she takes care of them in the afterlife. Maybe. I Like, I don't know. I haven't talked to her, but. I would want to believe that's the version. Yeah, like, if she's going around tucking people in and, right. like, checking on people sleeping in beds. Yeah. And and stuff like that. And just, like, not doing anything bad, but just kind of walking around. Right. Checking on things. I totally would believe that if right. someone were to tell me. And then um, there's also, like, a grand piano playing itself. Ooh. Yeah. That, the pianos playing themselves are so spooky. But the there's also a random story of three union soldiers who broke in and tried to rob the place and they were supposedly killed and now people will swear up and down like that they see blood stains on the floor and it's it's this weird sort of thing um where it's like um <laughs> but it's like peop- certain people will see it and the rest of them won't so someone will be standing there and swear up and down that they are standing in a pool of blood right now and they're the only person who can see it Ooh, right and then, like, there'll be blood stains or bloods this and bloods that, supposedly in the rooms that the these Union soldiers died in. But there's no proof of that. Um, there's no record that any any soldiers died in in the house. What got me out of everything and it freaked me the, out the most. So remember when I gave you that timeline and I specifically said this is the point when the house was remodeled. Yeah. So before that, okay, children died. Mm-hmm. before the house was remodeled now people will see these little kids running up to walls and looking out of them as if there's windows there oh yeah they'll walk up and like cuff their hands around their eyes like they're trying to look out of a window it's and not there no more exactly and remember i told you they would they picked up like they physically just picked up walls and rearranged them mm-hmm. it's some of what's the winchester manor remember that house where it's like all the windows and the doors and yeah, stuff that don't make sense because you're stuck in they're stuck in their time pretty right much. exactly they're stuck in what they remember and it's these little kids these little girls that goes to like a theory about how ghosts like a theory behind how ghosts could be real mm-hmm. with the electromagnetic waves it's the waves repeating themselves Ooh, like it's a it's almost like a time ripple almost but it they're not going to react with the stuff they can talk to you and like that's why ghosts can interact with you or mm-hmm. some can because you also have your own ways, but a lot of times with like repeated stuff like that, that just isn't strong enough. It's just like these repeating waves being brought back up with the electromagnetic fields. Weird. So they're not like a a lot of times, you know, some ghosts are an entity that does something. Yeah. Where other ghosts are just pretty much a video being replayed that happened forever Weird. ago. Weird. Yeah. 
I didn't even think about that. It gets into some weird quantum physics, <laughs> and I hated every second of reading it, but I also loved it. It was a cool, like, rabbit hole to fall into. This is why you needed that physics minor. <sighs> so you could study good. <laughs> gotta change back. <laughs> gotta change back. Um, but as soon as you said that, that's what it reminded me of, like, the, the videotape theory is how yeah. I've talked about it, but it, there's just, like, it makes why sense, they though, when you think about it. they would interact with their walls and not ours. Right. I hate the way you just phrased that sentence. They're my walls. No, but I mean the way they interact with their walls and not ours. That makes me just so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I, oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I really don't like that. Um, okay, 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 okay. The other one that got me was, you know, ever since I was a kid, I hate mirrors. Yeah. I can't stand mirrors. Um, in the grand hallway, there's an antique mirror just outside of the dining room, which would have supposedly been the room that the children died in when they ate the birthday cake, mm -hmm. right? In this hallway, in this mirror, multiple people testified to seeing the dead children in the mirror. Ooh. Um, often they'll see the wife and the kids. Um, sometimes they're crying together, huddled together, like they're stuck there. Sometimes they're just staring dead ahead. Ooh. Um, right? <laughs> um. But whenever the mirror is replaced, because it's not the same mirror, whenever it's replaced, whenever it's resilvered, whenever it's whatever, um, the exact same handprints will appear on it. It's like they're afraid of being ignored That's or something. Crazy. I hate it. If we go and there's handprints on the mirror, I will literally just walk out. Literally turn around. <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> I, I saw enough for today. I And the rest of my life. Can't. I can't. <laughs> the mm -mm, I don't do mirrors it's like it reminds me a lot every time I think of mirrors every time I think of mirrors as it relates to ghost stories I think of the mirrors in the Stanley Hotel the vortex the vortex the ones that face each other can't stand it we might need it. to describe that so if there's oh. two mirrors facing each other it's said to create like a a vortex mm -hmm. into like the where where the energy for ghosts or supernatural stuff is stronger in right. that vortex. And often the example that's given is the Stanley Hotel because the, the mirrors are on either side of the staircase. And there's a lot of them. And there's also a lot of ghost pictures and specifically also, on those you know staircases. This, but like, you know how the, in hotels there's long hallways? Mm -hmm. There's a mirror at each end of the hallway if there's <gasps> not a window. Hate that. Isn't that just awful? I'm done. Why would... I'm never staying at a hotel ever again. <laughs> I will stay in a fucking tent in the woods before I will I want to go to the Stanley so bad. I, I do, but at the same time, like, I, I don't know if my heart could handle that. I also know that it's so popular. I, I have such a hard time with that. Yeah. With, like, with like how the Myrtle Plantation is so well known yeah. for being a haunted place. But then you, you wonder if anybody's doing something extra to make sure you get a little something spooky happening yeah. on your stay. And the Stanley, for sure. I would be, like, not... I, I guess it would be, like, a kind of skeptical of some of the stuff mm -hmm. that... It'd have to be pretty intense for me to be like, okay. You see, <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. But one of the reasons that Myrtle's Plantation is so big and so popularized by media is because they have, quote-unquote, evidence there have been pictures taken the picture was taken in 1922 so they were taking a picture for insurance purposes no one was on the grounds no one was in the vicinity it was literally just for insurance they weren't trying to get anything yeah and if you look at the picture there is a girl 
between two of the buildings. No, there's not. There just is. So, like, if you turn this around and I see it, I'm going to, like, oh, you have it? Thank God. I'm so <laughs> I excited. do. I'm so excited. You don't be. <laughs> so, these are the buildings. I love how you said I didn't want to leave him away from the mic, and the mic is just <laughs> behind you. Bye, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm, like, I'm not saying anything. No, you're good. You're good. I think I might, like, me? Okay. okay. Zoom in for me, because gonna... that's her. Okay, that's what I saw. I was, like, right. what is that? A woman. That just looks like a person. So this picture is, the reason it's called the picture um, is because, first of all, you can clearly see through her. Yeah, it's like. You can see the boards. Yeah, let's say the siding of the mm -hmm. building. So. Oh, by the way, this picture will be in the Discord. Oh, 100%. So you know what we're talking about. It's already, like, I have a folder ready to go drag and drop <laughs> as soon as this episode goes. Every picture I'm about to talk about and narrate for Emily will be in the Discord. So if you want to listen to it as I'm pulling it up, they're going to be in there in order. Okay. So you can swipe. So this picture was put on a postcard, and it's called Cleo's postcard. Uh, or Chloe's postcard. It's a, it's a big deal. Um, yeah. It would... So a researcher was given this photograph, and he enlarged it, and he – so you know how certain human proportions, like your wingspan is supposedly how tall you are yeah. and things like that. He used those measurements and analytics and things like that to prove that that's a human. Okay, like just measure it up with the mm -hmm. building. The proportions um, make sense, the head-to-shoulder ratio, the elbow-to-wrist ratio – is it's human um and no one else was on the grounds at that time and she's see-through and she's also see-through but that's like a minor detail <laughs> um you can just see through her body but just whatever not a ghost um but that is a whole person <laughs> and um this girl this is the picture that threw me okay chills down my spine freaked me the hell the, out the the one that they call no the one new i'm about one to show oh, you okay hate it i hated it so much it got to the point where i physically like shrunk the window on my computer so that i would not i just punched the mic <laughs> oh that's gonna sound bad i shrunk the window on my computer specifically so that i would not have to look at this picture okay oh wow just so we're clear so i don't want to over exaggerate but i genuinely hated this picture okay so this girl appears in another photo um clearly a young girl in antebellum clothing looking directly at the camera so this picture is a big deal it was sent to the society of cyclical research in england which is which was founded in 1882 and it is the oldest and most prestigious paranormal research group in the world and like without getting too technical they used this picture and analyzed things like aperture and um like your your shutter speed and like file compression things like that to prove that nothing was done to this picture this is not edited okay i can't emphasize enough that this is not edited That's, oh um, i love when they like can prove that kind of stuff with or like paintings when that they oh no I'm and so... this picture is continued to be researched today it's one of the biggest it's like when you come back to it. Yes. It's one of the biggest pieces of evidence that goes surreal. 
I'm so excited. I hate it so much, Emily. I can't. I'm looking you directly in your eyes right now and telling you, like, my heart's beating so fast. I hate this picture. So I'm about to show it to you, all right? And I'm going to zoom in. I have three different versions of it, and they all get closer and closer to okay. show you this picture. And it just gets worse. Okay. Show me the big one. I'm going to, like, play Where's Waldo and try to. In the window? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Wait. That's so weird. Let me know when you're ready for me to zoom. Yeah, you can zoom. That's shot number two. Whoa. There's like a whole, you can see the dress and everything. Mm-hmm. Let me know when you're ready for three. I'm ready for three. <laughs> oh. That's a person. That's all. It looks like a doll, almost. I, okay, I hate that you said that because I said the exact same thing. That looks like an American Girl doll. But really big. But really big, right? Their face just seems pale, which is like so, right. that's cliche to say for, if we're talking about a ghost picture. Right. Oh, I hate it. And the fact that it's staring directly at the camera. And there's a curtain right there. You can tell it's not something in front of a curtain, mm-hmm. just like in a store. And it's not a reflection either, because the light. Because you see the people, too. Right. You see all the people right there. How do you feel? That's so cool. No, it's terrifying. (laughs) Wait, did we both just see Adam move? Yeah, you flicked me off for saying it's cool. No, that's scary. It genuinely is. Insane looking. When I was looking up more about this picture, I I are you? He's looking at the picture. Yeah, you're looking at. He's crying. Oh, he's crying. (laughs) We made our tech guy scared. Scared our tech guy. You good? <laughs> so I also have some other pictures. This is the mirror with the handprints. Whoa. Those are handprints. Yeah, no, it's are. not like just a smudge, too. Yeah, like you can clearly see the shape of a palm and fingers. And then when I was looking for the other picture, I found this one. Um, I just thought it was creepy. I have no evidence that this one wasn't ed- edited. It very well might have been, but I thought it was worth the, the show. Oh, whoa. That's just a person. Yeah, that's a In whole the same face. window. That's weird that it's the like a the same yeah. building. Right. Or the same window of the building. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a big building. <laughs> Myrtle's Plantation, um, very haunted, used to prove that ghosts exist because it's very haunted. And Emily and I have both been there, but we don't have any good ghost stories because we were children. I was too obsessed with my video camera. And you remember fire to our audience. We record at night in a a fairly decent build, a fairly decently large building, not to like triangulate our location in a studio. And when we take intermissions between stories, our sound engineer has to get up and go to the bathroom by himself in a very scary, dimly lit bathroom. With a weird closet with a desk facing the wall. After listening about ghosts and stuff. Window. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, he sits the window goes, behind him it goes to the floor i'm above the ground if someone were standing out here the window's right here they can just have their face yeah right like my back and foot you poor man and i've checked a it's a creepy times. window like, what will i do right now if someone has a green turban on outside if you would have ran I, out here saying something like that i think i would have quit existence i think we would have so. no, quit the podcast that's my thing is i always know that i used to not be able to sleep if we night. survived it we would have had the coolest podcast ever. No, literally. <laughs> Guys, we're talking about a ghost, and they just showed up. Let's sit them down for an interview. <laughs> for an interview. Hey, girl, I love your turban. Where'd you get it? I don't the know if 1800s? I'd ask that question. 
I would say. It's traumatic where she got it. So what have you got for me? I have a, a case. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's not that. It's not recent. It's not recent. Okay. I'm going to say that. My case about Catherine Knight. Do you know who that is? You might know the story because it's intense. Was she the one who was kidnapped? No. No, I don't know. That. Well, I, I, I don't know this name. I don't. I'll tell you then why you might have known it. Because it's like, I remember writing it at the end. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason I'm going to leave it to them. Uh, she was born in... I didn't write it down. I'm pretty sure it's 1955, though. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. That's close in age to us. 1955. Oh, 55. Not, not 95. 95. I was going to say, no, it's not close <laughs> at all. <laughs> We're just going to start with history. Grew up in a very dysfunctional family. Okay. Like, in a small town, too, so word got around Everybody knew they were dysfunctional, like, just disliked family. Okay. Not good stuff. The mom had an affair with a guy. Okay. Um, which isn't crazy, but then she married the guy knowing he was a violent alcoholic <laughs> who would rape her. The m- Not the kid. Barbara, the mom, would, something said, up to ten times a day. What the hell? I think that came up in the, the, the case, like, Catherine... Yeah. Said that, but also coming back from, like, a lot of the town knew, so other... I hit the mic. <laughs> other people in that... Move it in front of you. Other people in so the, that you're facing me with it, yeah. Other people... But it, it, like, just a not good dude, but married him anyway. Disgusting. The mom was pretty messed up, too, though. Like, I mean, she, she married the man that was abusing her, mm-hmm. and also an alcoholic. Yeah. But would, like... It's like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Catherine and her sister, she had a twin sister. The mom would just tell them about it, pretty Whoa. much. Like, would just tell them inappropriate stuff of her sexual life and, like, how much she hated men and, like, go on and on to kids that were also watching all of this not great stuff happen in the house. Yeah. So not helping the situation. Catherine Knight, growing up ha- with a, um, a boyfriend, a partner, was assault sexually assaulted or was like being forced to do stuff she didn't want to do and the mom is quoted saying put up with it and stop complaining end quote like that's direct words what the mom told we don't have time to unpack all of that except we do because this is a podcast and that's what we do (laughs) whoa that's heavy not cool like the mom was just not doing great things for the mental health of these children whoa it's a, like i was reading and it was like that's insane i how can you still have like it's so weird to say but how do you have custody of the kids at that point but even like if that happened to you why would you wish that upon your children yeah if you're getting assaulted assaulted multiple regularly. times a day by someone who's extremely alcoholic and then for the kids to have to watch it and then be told Oh, if that if this happens to you, put up with it and don't complain about it. Why? But then also the mom would complain about it to the kid. Like right. I don't know. Who I hate that help. No, literally I don't, no one. <laughs> I didn't get it. The Catherine was also sexually assaulted by other members of the family, aunts oh, and uncles. Shit. Just like a not great family in any means. Yeah. And then one of the only uncles. Our, one of the only family members she was close to was an uncle, mm-hmm. and he committed suicide just because <gasps> of the terrible stuff the family, like, just a bad family. Oh, I'm so And sorry she claims him. still to this day to see his ghost that we're not talking about the ghost. No, but. I am doing a true crime story. But she does claim to see the ghost of this man. And 
just to clarify, she's not like schizophrenic or no, she diagnosed with anything that would make her be seeing things. The only thing she was diagnosed with in the case, talk about it later, is borderline personality disorder. Oh, yeah, and that doesn't involve hallucinations. Not that I know of. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to clarify because, like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm inclined to believe people it was really when they say they see ghosts. You I know? go a, a little bit further into it mm-hmm. at the end, but, like, a lot of the, the psychiatrist on the case said she was sane. Oh. And some and two of them wind up saying she has borderline personality disorder. We are not medical professionals. Please don't take any <laughs> this is all based on We what don't we know. know. Yeah. We did <laughs> research for cases. Yeah. Just like got the general gist. If we say something wrong, feel Please free. Please email us, correct <laughs> us. It's not that we think we know what we're talking about. This is just what we read. Right. This is just <laughs> disclaimer. Like, we're we're pulling information out of ourselves and from case files usually how the case file describes the yeah the the if we're person wrong, and what they're doing please feel free email us i could not think of the word person our there. business Did email is in our instagram bio email us tell us exactly <laughs> we'll correct it as soon as we see it yeah yeah for sure we're not don't yeah. take it to offense we're not trying to be offensive in any way we're we're just ignorant on certain subjects okay sorry continue yeah, yeah. after that <laughs> disclaimer so school life she was a bully in high school i couldn't think i couldn't find like bad reports from anything before high school but the two in high school that were pretty bad she assaulted a boy with a weapon it didn't say what weapon and then she also got a teacher hurt the teacher was hurt by her and she was also hurt by the teacher so there were some issues like thinking the teacher did it okay but then it was shown that the teacher did it in self-defense oh okay like she was beating up teachers in high school she left high school at the age of 15 Mm-hmm. couldn't read or write at 15 very, very well she like could she writes notes and stuff but it's bad grammar okay like not good i have terrible grammar so i'm with her no but it's like bad oh i was reading <laughs> it gets later she leaves a note and i didn't even quote it i just summarized it because it's almost not understandable no punctuation in hieroglyphics <laughs> oh no so she left when she leaves high school she goes to work for a clothes factory she cuts in the clothes factory but she only works there for about a year after that she goes and gets what she calls her dream job at a slaughterhouse whoa and is very quickly promoted to the boning room which is just an awful way to word what <laughs> that room is but it's i wonder what happens in there they debone animals <laughs> and then skin them <laughs> oh, okay so well, i was trying to make a sex joke no i i, I was <laughs> like how uh, what other thing do i call the room but no it's called a boning room <laughs> isn't that fun <laughs> she was so like just like did really well at this job loved it she got her own set of butcher knives that everywhere she lived she would hang them above her bed this is not going in a direction that i like it just gets so weird and worse. <laughs> like, I can't. It does not. Above her bed? Yes. Just displayed her knives for the world to see. I. Above her bed? Yeah. Like, I thought. I fully thought we were going to say above the stove or, like, in her kitchen. I was like, okay, I'm with you. Like, I've seen some knives on display. Like, okay. No, above her bed. You really hit me with a curveball. In case someone wronged her. The expression on your face right now looks so 
I like, I don't even know how to, she is a piece of work. <laughs> there is some, an interesting character for sure. I like, I was, I was hit by a truck at the end when like a lot of the psychiatrists in the case said she was sane. <laughs> I was like, bro, I'm sitting right here. I'll tell you that she's not. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, thank you. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. Okay, anyway, tell me why she's not sane. We go through it. It's there's a there's a saga. Yeah. And I've broken this saga into two sections. Okay. And it's it's Act One and Act Two. Okay. This is just how I was like trying to formulate my notes. I'm ready. But we have to go through a couple of relationships. Before Act One? No, no, no. Act One. The the relationships are in acts. Oh. And you'll okay. see why. It's just Act One is Act of the Davids. So, oh no. <laughs> the first person she meets for the relationship is not the first person ever, but the, the first, first person rela- she meets ever. <laughs> the first relationship she's in is a man named David Kellett. I think that's how you pronounce the name. She okay. meets him in 1973. Uh, he drinks a lot. And the reasons why he drinks are he worked at a railway before he they met at the slaughterhouse by the way okay but before he worked at the slaughterhouse he worked at a train station and there was two really bad things that happened at this train station the first thing was his friend was killed in a railway accident uh something to do with moving shipments from Mm -hmm. like either on and off the train or different parts of the train just stuff moving on the train a lot of big things rolling Mm -hmm. uh and watches his friend die And then he sees at the train station a bus get hit by a train. Six school kids die on the bus, and he is one of the first person there, so he helps take the bodies off the bus and rescue the other ones. When you said bus, I thought a passenger bus. School bus. bus. A school bus. Hit by a train. Like, very heavy stuff. Man is always drunk, rightfully so. I can't fault him for that. I'm, and that's so sad. He was fired from the the railway because of several derailments. He would fall asleep at changing the tracks. <gasps> so he derailed trains. We have a lot of interesting characters here. Like I was reading this stuff and I couldn't believe it. This sounds like a movie. It He's, happened in Australia if that makes it any better. It doesn't. <laughs> he was falling asleep. At the and derailing trains. Yeah, and then fired, and then went to work at a slaughterhouse. I'm glad he was fired. I know, but several. You don't get fired after the first train. Oh, that's true. You did say several. I couldn't find the exact number that this man caused. Everything just said more than one. <laughs> <laughs> one is too many. One is too many. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I like. Just. Of all jobs to take a nap at. Yeah, no, I'm making jokes because I, this it's I'm, so I uncomfortable. I don't know how else to to compensate for it's like the feelings in my chest. It's such a weird story. Um, but yeah, they. Also, I mentioned earlier she doesn't come up much, but Knight has a twin sister. This man would have affairs with the twin sister. Oh wow! Just not a good dude either. To be like, it's yeah. not like he's. He saw these terrible things happen and made himself better. From it. He just became an alcoholic and mm-hmm. cheated on people and yeah, derailed trains. But they do get married. Are, whoa. <laughs> I was about to ask a question and then I was hit with a, a, a bomb. They're married after uh, a year after they meet in 1974. A year. Whoa. Anyway, what's your question? <laughs> 
Are they identical twins or fraternal? I I don't know. Okay. Just what I was reading didn't really. No, you're good. She doesn't come up much. Okay. So I kind of just, that, I, I like, it was an affair, but also an affair with her twin sister, so I throw it in. It's kind of the last time we hear about her. Oh, okay. From everything else, it seemed like she did okay, and okay. this person. I just didn't know if she was like a, a, a reoccurring character no. in this psychotic so story. So I, I don't know the answer to that. That's okay. Yeah. Um, and the mom, Barbara, uh, when they were married, warned him, and this is another quote from Barbara, uh, better watch this one or she will effing kill you, end quote. Why do I feel like that was foreshadowing? It's not. He- oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mans does get alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, Barbara's the mother of the year, dude. Wow. Get a load of this guy. She, she like, it, it was a longer quote, but, like, talked about having screws loose. Just admitted that she messed up this kid and this person was messed up mm-hmm. and just told him to watch out. Okay. You know, good old Barbara. Just girly things. Yeah, I almost called her Barb, but I don't want to get on that kind of basis with her. <laughs> like, I just get the wrong vibe. So they get married, 1974, and on their wedding night, Knight tries to strangle this man because they only had sex three times and he went to sleep. I need you to know that I just remembered this story because of that. Oh, so you know what's going on? Not really. I listened to a podcast episode on this. And they, okay. I remember tuning in at that exact moment. <laughs> I'm bringing it back for it. <laughs> only had sex three times, so I'm going to kill yeah, you. Yeah, it just was like, so I guess hearing about other people's awesome wedding nights and banging it out and just was disappointed enough to <laughs> strangle this man the day they got married. <laughs> Man's was struggling trying to find something. But he does survive, uh, and they stay married, but it is a violent marriage. She burns his clothes at one point, She's, like, really pregnant why she burns his clothes, too. <laughs> Whoa. Um, because, by the way, they have a kid in 1979. Mm-hmm. Again, they're married in 1974, and she does try to strangle him the day they're married, and they have a kid still married in 1979. So that's five years? Yeah. <laughs> you stay married to this <laughs> crazy lady for five years? Yeah. The kid's name is Melissa Ann, which goes back to what we talked about earlier, the two-part Ann names. Okay. Um, it's a callback. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you said it, and I was like, oh, I can say that later. <laughs> um, Tug that piece of information away. And Kellett, David Kellett, finally kind of leaves after Melissa is born. Not great. Whoa. What Why timing? You, yeah, just dip. At, you're getting abused. Like, and having a kid's what makes you leave? Right. I mean, like... Mans would rather get strangled than have some responsibility. This is the same man who did derail trains, though. Yeah, he he was. It said he was always drunk. Yeah, and was pretty like traumatized. I mean, I, rightfully so. Rightfully so. That's some heavy stuff to go through, and then mm, the to 70s. then also get fired for doing, because then you're like can't sleep ever, and then you sleep yeah. at your job. So he's just like probably going through it therapy wasn't really popular popularized back then yeah no the next day after kellett leaves Mm -hmm. knight was seen being very violent with the baby not like physically with the baby but a pram like a little cart that you have a baby in was just like turning it really violently so obviously the baby's kind of like getting shaken up in there 
Oh, no. Um, oh, shaken baby syndrome. No, but, like, she's admitted to St. Elmo's Hospital. The baby or her? Her. For, like, okay. behavioral stuff. Okay. Baby's fine. Okay. Um. I can't do babies. Mm-mm. Babies and animals. It does get worse before it gets better. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> she... It was it was at the point in the behavioral hospital, uh, postnatal depression is what they treated her for. Okay. Just like on top of the, the Is that different than postpartum? I think it is. I'm like a Rolodex, like I just can't stop. Yeah, my no, no. I, I did the same thing, but like look quick because I was trying to get my notes yeah, in yeah, between no, doing stuff. But yeah. And then also on top of they're also just general depression for the for Kellett leaving yeah. and just leaving okay. her with the kid. So it, it was kind of a two-parter. And she was in there for a few weeks. After release, she leaves Melissa Ann on the train track. <gasps> and she's okay. I will not leave you with the suspense of the baby is okay. <laughs> um, but she leaves the, the baby on the train tracks and steals an axe and threatens to kill people downtown. I'll let you sit with that. <laughs> Deep breaths. I'm Okay. Uh, we are okay. We are calm. On the train tracks. Yeah. With an axe. Yeah. And she's, again, not arrested. She doesn't kill anyone, but she is threatening people. But she's taken back to St. Elmo's, but signs out the next day, saying she's cured I, of the crazies. And, you know, it's the 70s, so it wasn't really the best system. Uh, and a man named Old Ted in the area rescued Melissa. I... Could not find anything <laughs> about this man named Old Ted, except that Old Ted saved Melissa. That? But it said a man that's known in the county as Old Ted. That is an NPC. He was forging <laughs> near the train tracks. That is an <laughs> NPC. I did, I, oh my gosh. I When I tell you, I spent so much time trying to figure out anything else about this man. <laughs> I was upset. <laughs> I couldn't get more of his backstory. Old Ted changed his identity. But Old Ted saves the baby. Knight, a few days after the second release, slashes a woman in the face with Whoa. one of the butcher knives. Okay. And uh, demands her take to demands her to drive her to Kellett, who is in Queensland, Australia. Okay. So she she's pretty much like holding the person captive. Okay. And like drive me to this man. Um, the woman they stop at a service station. Um, and the woman escapes and calls the police. When the police get there, Knight has taken a, a boy hostage. <gasps> they get the boy away, okay. and she was disarmed. And she's taken to a new hospital called Morissette Psychiatric Hospital. And they there she tells the nurses that she planned to kill the serviceman because they had serviced Kellett's car to help him get away from her, was her story. Oh, okay. What? And I couldn't find anything that she knew that information or anything saying that that was true. That was my question, was if that I, was actually real. I looked into that one a lot, trying to, like, just find it, like, who this person was. But it, it was just one of those things. It's an older case, so it, it just, like, right. really wasn't there. But, yeah, her whole thing was, like, this man fixed the guy's car. So I had he heard could him. leave me. Yeah. yeah. So just, like, not, not thinking about it right. After Kelly gets the news, he leaves his girlfriend – that he now has, okay. that he, like, ran away with, and moves back to support Knight. He moves in with his mo- his mother, so Knight's mother-in-law. Okay. Um, not Barbara. Not Barbara. Okay. The mother-in-law to support her through going through the, the psychiatric hospital. 
Imagine moving back to help the woman who was just on a murderous rampage. Put your daughter on the train tracks. Walked downtown with an axe. This is not real. This sounds like a Mad Lib. Yeah, it really just sounds like I mashed together a couple of cases. The, uh, uh, the baby on a train track, downtown with an axe, holding someone hostage at knife point? Not even gunpoint. We're only on the second page out of five. Is this still act one? Yeah, we're in the act of the David still. <laughs> <laughs> the way you just looked at me. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, Night was released in 1991, and that's when she just moves in with Kellett and the mother-in-law. Okay. In 1993, they have another daughter named Natasha Marie. Okay. Uh, another two-part name. Another two-part. Uh, so that right now it's Melissa and Natasha are David Kellett and Catherine Knight's two kids. Just okay. to help with the tree. Yeah, I, gotcha. I know it's a lot of names. Um, and then in 1994, she leaves Kellett this time and moves in with her parents, with both kids, to continue to work at the slaughterhouse. Okay. She moves back to get her job back. And only works there for a year after she gets an injury on her back and leaves on disability pension. Okay. I thought that was intense, though. Like, David comes back mm-hmm. That's to support her. And to she dips with the kids. Right. Like, I'm not saying anything about it, but it's just, like, it's just another thing to, like, that's just a crazy situation with crazy people. I also, my least favorite thing in the whole world is when history repeats itself. And the fact that crazy mom had two daughters and now crazy mom has two daughters makes me really uncomfortable. With the alcoholic dads. Yeah. I just wanted to be very clear that that, I don't like that. It's just weird. She meets David Saunders. Okay. The new David. David number two. Yes. We'll call him Saunders. But this Mm -hmm. is why it's called the act of the Davids. Okay. (laughs) Yes. We have two Davids. That's the name of the episode. (laughs) The act of the Davids. Um, But she often kicked him out. He kept, like, had his own apartment. She'd kick him out of her house and then go to the apartment and beg him to move back in. Okay. But just would, like, have very, like, moments of just, like, didn't want anything to do with them, but then would beg him to move back in. Mm-hmm. Um, after a year, this is another one of those weird Mad Lib moments. Mm-hmm. After a year that they had been together, she sliced the throat of a baby dingo to show them what would happen if he cheated on her. I <laughs> Out of all of the things that just happened in that sentence, the word dingo is what threw me the most. It is in Australia. I know, but I didn't I didn't see that coming. I don't know because I don't live in Australia. I don't know where you just go get baby dingoes. I don't either. Is it like a, I can't. I, that's, <laughs> they've been together a year and she's like, have you cheat on me? She kicks him out also all the time. But was so jealous of what he would do, why he's kicked out, had to do this big thing to be like, don't don't mess with me, dude. I will slice your throat like this dingo. And did it. And did it. I can't. What? <laughs> I don't understand. Um, they have a girl named Sarah in 1995. Oh, only one name? Just one name this time. Damn. It must have been Kellett who liked the two name things, not Saunders. Oh. But yeah, and they get a house after having, they get a house together. Mm-hmm. After they have the kid, Knight uh, has some inter- like interesting decoration ideas. She, she, she hangs animal skins on the wall. <laughs> she takes the skulls that they don't, like, she works in the boning room mm-hmm. or did, but like has animal skulls. She has old knives, not, not, not her set. She had pitchforks. 
She had old rusty animal traps. You sh- like it's a lot of stuff the kids shouldn't be around, but it said like there was just old machinery, like parts, old boots, old like work stuff. I whoa, just weird things. And it the the thing I was reading said like it was a lot of it. It yeah. was like it wasn't just in one room. It was the house. Yeah, they get into a fight one night, and she tells him. Oh, she hits him, not tells him, in the face with an iron and stabs him with scissors. Okay. Over a fight. I couldn't figure out what the fight was about. Again, so we don't know kid. if he deserved it. We don't know if he deserved it. He probably didn't. I'm The way she kicked him out yeah, and also slossed. This man is a victim. <laughs> this man was, was uh, all of them, going through something and wound up with the wrong crazy lady. <laughs> Literally. Out of all the like crazy ladies they could have wound up with. You choose the one with animal skins on her wall. Yeah, that's a red flag. That's Just a the little definition. Bit. If they have knives hanging above their bed, maybe don't risk it. <laughs> Imagine you walk into someone's like a Tinder date, and then they have knives Bush hanging. Bush or knives set, hung up right. over their bed. Animal skins on yeah, their Yeah, you've wall. already walked through the rest of the house. You know that those knives do something. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's the Tinder profile from hell. Oh, my gosh. If you listen... If anyone has knives, <laughs> heed our advice. <laughs> if anyone has knives hanging over their bed, don't risk it. Call the cops. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Just leave. Yeah. I would start there. Fake, take, text someone and, like, make them call you and fake, like, they're in an emergency. Get out. And don't make it, like, personal reasons because they'll find you. Yeah. Like, jump out of the bathroom window. I don't understand how we have more relationships to go through. Spoiler alert. No, spoiler alert. But I don't understand how these relationships last this long with this many red flags from this woman. These men must be really desperate. That's what I'm saying. Like, something has to be keeping... Is she a really good cook? Like, what does she have going for her? I don't know. I don't know. When I said cook, you hesitated a little bit. Please don't tell me this turns into cannibalism. It doesn't. Okay, there was just a face there, and I got very nervous, but I'm ready <laughs> for you to keep going. I mean, not for the cannibalism. Not for the cannibalism. I don't want cannibalism. Okay, uh, but yeah, we're back into it. He was just hit with an iron and stabbed with scissors. He goes into hiding for a while, like gets out the house, and Knight gets an AVO, an apprehended violence order against him by lying to the police, saying he attacked her and he. Okay. And, she was scared of him coming back to hurt her or the kids. Weird. So, like, why he was hiding away. Gets, After being stabbed. Gets the order against him before he can. So, it looks fine on... Yeah, because he didn't go to the police. He just went hiding. Weird. So, at that point, she'll be like, oh, yeah, that was in self-defense. When Remember that order I got? Yeah. Like, just to, to get ahead of him. She's, like, gaslighting him before, she can't, before he's even saying anything. With a whole order right like this like essentially a restraining order yeah yeah for like a a violence yeah yeah this is the new act the start of the new act does the new act have a title it does the act of the johns oh no so in 1997 not 11 97 she starts a three-year relationship with john chillingworth and they have a son named eric okay is that the first son her first son yeah yeah she okay. has three daughters so far. Melissa, Natasha, and Sarah. And now Eric. This is a very short relationship. She leaves him after three years for a man named 
John Pierce. Okay. Our second John of the John Act. He had three kids from a previous marriage, but only two lived with him, and his kids liked her. So, like, got along. Weird. With her, fine. Which is, like, it's so weird, because, like, the kids liked her. But she's this weird person, but apparently she's likable. And obviously she can, like, hold relationships. She just has, like, temperament issues, maybe. There has to be some form of appeal. Yeah, like, it may like, and I think it's Pierce who was quoted, like, saying, like, other than the the random moments, it was a great relationship. Weird. And maybe they just had really bad ones before and said, you know what, I'll take the weird parts. Yeah. And, like, that's the only thing I could think of in my head. After, yeah. like, reading that the kids liked her, like, maybe she, like, was a decent person for, for most of the time. Just had, like, bouts of anger. Just, like, yeah, temperament issues. Mm-hmm. Which could be, like, where, like, the borderline personality stuff comes in. Where she just, like, turned into a different personality yeah. out of nowhere. Um, like a different mood. Yeah, almost. And, but, yeah, when I read that the kids really liked her, I was like, what? <laughs> this woman, from what I'm reading, sounds crazy. She left her baby on a train track. I like, yeah, I don't know if they were told that information. But after an argument, Knight gets John Pierce fired by videotaping stuff that he has taken home from work, saying he stole it. It was old equipment that was like getting thrown out mm-hmm. that he just kept because he thought it was cool. Oh. Um, but got him fired, and he had worked there for 17 years. No. Um, they, they, like, after that, they, they get back together after a few months, but they are broken up for, like, a little while there, because mm-hmm. he, she got him fired. But at this point, after they get back together, Knight isn't allowed to move back in. Can, like, stay the night, but has to have her own place to go to. Okay. Is, is John's rule. He's like, for a little while, we just need to have our own areas. Yeah. Figure this out. Which, like, you know, set I mean, your boundaries, She videotaped John. my stuff and got me fired at work. I don't think I'd give him a second chance. Yeah. What, like... I what? wouldn't let her back into my apartment, She's for sure. She's gotta be, like, a nice, nice person that just has, like, these Issues, moments. Yeah. yeah. Like, I really... And what, what you read in the case is mm-hmm. all the bad stuff. So we're seeing a very, like, shifted point of view of her. Yeah. Like, we don't get to see if she was just, like fantastic person right and filling in the blanks like a three-year relationship like that's not easy all the relationships are are pretty long not like three years two years um but some of them longer than a few months yeah but they like also it it ends with her cheating so like yeah how great you know yeah i like i go back and forth i like i really just don't know what to think of her outside of these weird moments Brandishing an axe, baby on a train track, you know, the usual stuff. Yeah. Just, you know, every day. (laughs) Just girly things. You know, in your three-year relationship stuff, you just let slide. Just girly things. (laughs) I don't get it. So, in February 2000. Okay. That's when I was born. It is. (laughs) Sorry. We're building up to it. That year. Uh, Knight assaulted him, and it ends, like, it, it just, like, is a night of bad assaults. Oh, no. Uh, and it ends with John getting stabbed in the chest. <gasps> he kicks her, he lives. He okay. kicks her out, and then gets a restraining order on the way to work the next morning for him and the kids that are in the house. Man goes to work the next morning after being stabbed in the chest? Yeah. It might, like, from what I read, it seemed like a, not a deep 
stab. If Maybe it, I got stabbed in the chest. Even I think if I I'd got take a paper off, cut. I would call out of work. No, John was going in. <laughs> John is after a he got man the restraining order. Also, if you have to like go and get a restraining order, that's pretty like mentally taxing. It's like think. picking up your coffee. And then he was like, order. "No, but I'll go to work now." <laughs> I got stabbed last night, and I had to get a restraining order on the way, but I'm ready to do a day's worth of work. Pick up my Starbucks on the way. I like my caramel Reuben crunch frappuccino. Uh, he tells his coworkers that if he doesn't show up tomorrow, Knight killed him. Like, just says Whoa, it. that's a sentence. He I... literally gets the restraining order, goes to work, and tells everybody, if I don't come back tomorrow, I was murdered by my girlfriend. Those tropes... In fiction and reality, those if I'm go if I go missing, it was this person. I don't know why, but they intrigue me more than anything else. It's so like to have that in your head, right? That's insane. Like for him to be able to say, "I know this person. If I don't come back, I this is who did it." Like just factually, I like it's a very well possibility. I'm sitting here at work telling you this. Like I'm doing my work, and also for a coworker to know, like. All night have to be more like, is John gonna show up tomorrow? Yeah. Do I have to tell the cops tomorrow? That's so weird. Um, he gets home to find that there's no one at home, not the kids. No, no. And it, it turns out Knight had sent them to sleepovers. Okay. To friend's house. Um, and Knight was also no longer home. So she did leave. She was kicked out and did leave. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier that day, though, she had two things she did. Um, she had videotaped the kids while making con- comments, just, like, weird stuff. Um, and this is classified as a crude will, a, just a, a videotape, but the way she's talking about the people, it's a will, almost. Okay. Not, like, from what I understood, it wasn't, like, saying, oh, and you'll get this when I die. Just, like, weird stuff. Yeah. I, I, like, it might have been stuff that they would have gotten, but not money values or anything. Mm-hmm. So that's why they call it crude will. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, vague and weird yeah but that's mm, that's just uncomfortable she also had bought a new black lingerie okay um which comes up so she goes back to the house at this point uh john is sleeping or just like at home okay. he, he stays he spends the evening at a neighbor's house, but then decides to go back home to sleep, even though there's nobody there. Okay. Because it's kind of weird that the kids aren't there. And, like, it, it was just eerie. So mm-hmm. he, uh, like, at first was going to go stay at the neighbor's, but around 11 o'clock goes back home and goes to bed. Knight goes back, showers, then wakes him up, and they they bang, and John falls asleep. Whoa. The lingerie gonna, comes back here. You're going to sleep with this woman? Yeah, you just kicked her out. Got a yesterday. restraining order. This morning, got a restraining order on her. And you telling me the lingerie was good enough that you were like, you know what? I will just let you sleep in my bed again tonight. She? She stabbed you yesterday. I'm, she's a siren. She has to have something. I was like, she must be a wizard. Right. Or like have a love potion. <gasps> or this lingerie tension. was killer. <laughs> I like I don't know <laughs> what's Victoria's secret I don't know I don't care I want to know Knight's secret I want to know what she had on <laughs> I hate that oh my gosh anyway <laughs> it's the next morning okay a neighbor and a co-worker tried to find John at home the co-worker was told 
was given a warning, uh, but they find blood by the front door. So they stop and call the police. But he had told the neighbor he stayed with to check on him in the morning, and the co-worker was sent by his boss. Like, a lot of people at his work knew, yeah. and the co-worker got permission to go to his house to try and find him. Um, but they, they find blood by the front door. They go, police come, and break down the back door, and they find a curtain leading into the lounge. Plot twist, it's not a curtain. It's John's skin <gasps> hung from meat hooks from the archway, like, of the to go into the lounge. You know, like, it's a doorway without a door. <laughs> Adam's upset in there. I'm upset out here! <laughs> I didn't know, I, like, I didn't want to, like, say it slow. I just wanted to get the whole sentence out. Because that's a lot. We have a lot more to go through. I need a second. I need a second. I'm literally crying. <laughs> the, I the cops literally leave. Like, they go back out the house. <laughs> oh, no. I will remind you, she did work at the slaughterhouse skinning and deboning animals. You're making it worse. I know. That's <laughs> the point. I read this and had to walk away from the computer. I, I'm gonna be honest. You lulled you lulled me into a false sense of security. You were like, "There's a curtain separating." Surprise! It wasn't. I feel like I just got. I wrote that and I was like, "That's a terrible way to introduce this." I'm keeping it. <laughs> Do you remember on my birthday when you splashed some water in my face and slapped me before I took a shot? That's what that felt like. <laughs> I feel like. You just threw a cup of water in my face, slapped me, and said, go. <laughs> yeah. I I got whiplash reading that. Just reading words. Okay. Um, skin curtain. Mm-hmm. Hung from meat hooks. <laughs> that were just, you know, available because of her decoration style. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> would, you, would you like me to keep going? Nope. But... Yep. Knight is in the house, but she is comatose from pills, just passed out. Okay. I don't know what kind of pills. A long night of skinning, boning and skinning. Whoa. I didn't need that in my life. You didn't have to, like, make it into a pun. Um, from blood evidence, the trails, they know Knight stabbed him while he was sleeping in the bed. Okay. After they, like, you know, he went to sleep after they did the deed. But then she didn't. And but he doesn't die right there. He jumps up and he gets the light on and runs through the house. But like is struggling through the house. They and Knight's chasing him, obviously. He gets to the front door but is pulled back in. Because at this point he's really weak and they can tell because his handprints on the wall yeah. get lower. Oh. So is like stumbling. Which I just thought was Yeah, I did well, Blood evidence is so cool to me. It's like some of that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You just don't think about until you like oh, obviously if the handprint's getting lower. He's getting closer to the ground. He's stumbling, yeah. And so he's pulled back in and that's why they only found blood at the front door. Okay. It was just like he gets the door open mm -hmm. and that's why there's blood on the outside. But okay. doesn't make it out. Uh he he dies from blood loss. So good news. The skinning and stuff didn't happen while he was alive. Yeah. Um, That's news. For it is sure. news. I mean, for his sake. I don't know sake. if it's good. Yeah. Um, he dies there, uh, and Knight gets clean, dresses nice, leaves. It's really early in the morning, by the way, and leaves to withdraw $1,000 from his bank account. And I'm just going to 
like this is chronologically what happened so she pulls the man back inside and lets him bleed out the entryway gets dressed up after showering and goes and steals a thousand dollars okay mm-hmm um john had been stabbed 37 times Whoa. some of them in the front some of them in the back most of them piercing vital organs Whoa. which i was like maybe that's a coincidence or maybe because she worked with animals and knew where to stab yeah either way i hate it i uh-uh uh, <laughs> i was really don't know how to react don't worry there's more oh no <laughs> he was skinned several hours after bleeding out Okay, so he was dead. He was he was Which very is dead. good. Um, she then cut off his head. What? And cooked up other parts of his body. You lied to me. <laughs> no, I didn't lie me. to you. You I lied to me. It's not cannibalism. She cooked him. What did she do with it? Pass it out to our neighbors. We get there. What? There's a plot line for this too. We got a whole nother page. Emily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she makes sides with it. Um, but she cooks up body parts. There's, like, mashed potatoes, zucchini on the side. And she sets the table. And by each plate, she leaves a nameplate with one of his kids' names by it. So the two kids that live there. So she was planning on uh, serving this meal to his kids when they got back. They do not have it, by the way. Oh, my God. They find a third meal thrown into the backyard. They believe that Knight was going to try to eat it but couldn't. Like, mentally just couldn't get past that. So she almost was a cannibal. So it's not like she tried it and it just tasted bad. From what I read, it made it sound like she just couldn't do it. Okay. It was just tossed out. I, but she was going to cook him. She, well, she did cook she him. She cooked him. And she was going to serve him. Yeah. To his children. Yeah. She was also going to eat it with them, it seemed. Yeah. I, whoa. Anyway. <laughs> his head was found in a pot with vegetables, still warm. <gasps> Uh, they they can tell by the temperatures that it was uh, cooked in the early morning. So, like, after going and getting the money and then doing whatever she needed to, took her time and, like, waited to cook this meal for, like, breakfast, which was just a creepy fact. Um, they find a note. This is the note that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. It's really weirdly worded and just awful writing. Okay. Um, and it claims that John had raped her daughter, not one of the kids in the house, because her kids were at her house still okay. or with her parents, like, depending on which where she was living, um, but not in that house. And this has no grounds. It's okay. like there's no proof of the claim. Um, it's just delusion. Yeah, it just wasn't real. Yeah. But I Like, it could have been a, a moment of, oh, my gosh, you know, maybe I can get out on this as, mm-hmm. like, a... It's like, a, I did this to protect my kid. Yeah, something. Like, that's like the end of the, the crazy plot twist. She was crazy good at her job in the slaughterhouse. And, like, people, for some reason, they brought up, like, it was just crazy that he was skinned in one piece. Just to add a little bit more awfulness to that visual. She, like, took her time with that. Yeah. One piece. I only read that in one place, though. Okay, I but... Don't, it, what, it did say that on one of the things I read. Keep going. Okay. Um, Just keep going. There is another thing. I think I wrote it lower, so that's not why it's with it. She did also, what was left of his body, uh, set it up on a chair with a bottle. It specifically said his left arm draped over a bottle of soda. What? And, like, the the most they can say about it is, like, it was an act of... But it was, like, saying it was just her playing into the fact that he liked her and would, like, let her come back in. 
She begins the trial claiming innocent, but switches to claiming guilty at one point through it and gets, like, psychiatric screenings to make sure she understands what claiming guilty is. Mm -hmm. Um, But she also says that she claimed guilty for, for some of the, like, legal aspects of it but still says she didn't do it. She says... Oh, like, I, I didn't do it, but I'm going to take the guilty plea because it makes it yeah. easier on she me. She still does not admit to doing it, and her and the defense's side was she had no recollection of that. So playing into, like, dissociation, mm-hmm. um, that she had no memory of any of this happening, and she says she didn't do it. It's just so weird. It's Like, <laughs> it's such a crazy series of events. Uh during the trial when they bring up the decapitation and skinning, she got so hysterical that she had to be sedated and brought <gasps> out the room. And the defense beforehand even said, don't bring it up. Because, like, I don't know if they had brought it up and she had done the same thing, like had gone into a panic, but they brought it up in the, the, the trial and had to be sedated. I wonder why that affected her that way. Like, you did it. Why? You really, it really could be a dissociation thing. Yeah. Just, like, having to come to terms with... With the fact that you did that. Yeah. She was sentenced to life imprisonment without the chance of parole. Good. And she was the first female in Australia to ever be sentenced that way. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's why I thought you would know the case, because it it was a... Like, I've I've heard it a couple times. Mm -hmm. In 2006, she tried to appeal it uh, because she believed the punishment was too severe for what happened. Excuse me? You made a curtain out of skin. It was denied. The uh, Good. One, one, obviously. The justice, one of them wrote uh, that this was an appalling crime, almost beyond co- contemplation in a civilized society. And that's a quote. Like, those are his words. In a civilized society. Yeah. I, I just like how he wrote, like, it's almost beyond thought. Yeah. It, you can't. You can't make it up. You skinned someone and tried to serve them. Going through, like, the amount of whiplash in this case. You literally could not make this up for a movie. Yeah. No one would believe it. Right. If 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 this wasn't a real case and you made a movie like this, everyone would be like, "That's ne- that would never That's happen. That's so unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, I just thought that quote. She would have been arrested some... after she put her baby on the train tracks. Yeah. But no. Or when she stole an axe and tried to kill people downtown. Same day, she, by the way. Or when she stabbed him the first time in the chest. I don't. And he had to get a, a restraining order on his way to work. And, yeah, the other order she had. Yeah. Going back a little bit, remember she took out some money from the bank account? Mm-hmm. That money was never found. What? It's not in her account. It's withdrawn from the account. Like, so yeah. they, she got cash. They never found the cash? They didn't find it in the house. Would she? They don't know if she bought something with it. Maybe the food. She made the food, but I mean, like ingredients. I don't think you can spend a thousand dollars on zucchini. Yeah, that's like it, it. Just they don't know where the money. Maybe some of the money went there. Yeah. There's a theory that I like ran into that she buried it to come back to later. <gasps> um, like maybe she was trying to leave, get out of here. Which is why, like, trying to get out of jail, she knows she has something to go to. That, and, like, also, she might not have been originally planning to, to take all the pills to get Ooh. comatose. Imagine. You're... But there's there's also, they've never found buried money anywhere on the property, so it's... That's, like, some pretty little liar stuff, though. Imagine you're, like, doing some home renovations and you just find a $1,000 buried. Still alive. 
Gross. She's 65, and she is currently held at Clarence Correctional Center. And that is all I have on Catherine Knight. That's all I get. That's all all the closure I get. Yeah. She made a curtain out of skin. I'm still thinking about that. I, and I'm not exaggerating, like, I'm picturing it. Mm-hmm. That is some Ed Gein shit. It's intense. That, I, I, and the fact, okay. Going through it, it really feels like, like, this isn't real. The thing that gets me is, like, as you were describing her house to me, mm-hmm. like, the knives on the wall and the animal skulls and all this shit, I could not help but think of Ed Gein. And in my head, I was like, I wonder why I'm thinking about Ed Gein. Because, you know, Ed Gein's whole thing was, he made furniture out of people yeah and i was i was like no that that, there's no real similarities there i don't even think ed gein was like a hoarder or anything like why am i thinking these similarities and then you said a curtain of skin and i thought wow either i'm psychic or jesus i can't mentally compute what is happening in my brain right now (laughs) i like i this was a heavy one and it's a lot I we need some something light something light to end this with real quick. Ooh, Adam, did you draw a picture? Oh no, he's he's gone. No, he's shaking his head. Can you hold your picture up? We can describe it to the audience. He stood up. Sorry, right, I can't he, see him. He shuffled a little. Just put it up against the window. I think he was doing homework. Also, so I think he's getting it. Peanut butter. <laughs> like the <laughs> peanut butter baby. <laughs> oh, brought back. He wrote peanut butter, and it's got some, like, psychedelic designs going on in the background and some swirlies and shit. It looks great. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. I needed something uplifting. <laughs> we just started putting stuff on TikTok. That's true. We did post our first TikTok. By we the got, time like, you see likes. this, it was it, a big deal for me. This was episode four. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully you've already been on the TikTok. But if you haven't, there should be more than that first thing up there by now. Right. We also have stuff going on on Instagram, which will be further along than it is now for us. But for you, there'll be new stuff mm, that we, we haven't it. even seen. Because <laughs> we're in the past. We're past people. We posted our... The ad that we posted, the video, the Grim Grinning Ghosts ad, I'm very proud of it. So please go look at it. It please took me so show long. show it some love. It was super cool to make. And then, like, our ghost photos are still going up. And, and we're morbid and mundane on everything. Literally everything. So just type that in and you'll find it. Our business email is the same thing. So if you want to send us recommendations or whatever, um, the best way to do that if you want us to see it quickly would not be through email it would be through like something like discord but if you want to keep your like if you have something private you want to tell us feel free to email um our discord is in the link in our instagram bio so if you want to join we're gonna have we or we do have at this point a place to see all of the pictures we're talking about um there's going to be different channels for game recommendations and movies and a one cent think of it like a hub. A hub. It's if, just like you want to talk. We'll probably be popping in on there yeah. as if much we're as all we can. Bees, that's our hive. Yeah. It's a lot going on. And we'll we'll be on there frequently. Like we both kind of live on our computers. So at the very least, Discord's usually open in the yeah, background. For sure. To interact with y'all. And um we also do want to hear your stories. I must everybody has a good ghost story. And those I'm a sucker for it. So please tell me your stories. I'm obsessed with them. I'm going to listen to them at least. 
and I know Emily. <laughs> like, we trade ghost stories all the time, so. What else? Uh, oh, YouTube. Oh, yes. This is whatever you're listening to this on. Spotify, iTunes, iTunes. Spotify. They also go onto YouTube. So For like, free. Full YouTube uh, podcast mm-hmm. uh, episodes. <laughs> so <laughs> if you... If that just works better for you, they're there. There also will, uh, probably not when this episode's out, but there in the future will be tons of other extra stuff that we do, talking about cases that we don't talk about on here or other fun stuff. If we play games on Twitch, the funny moments will go on YouTube. Yeah. So it's... uh, Our YouTube will be more active eventually. It's going to start for the, at the very least, right now. Now, at the time of recording this, it's probably just going to be episodes for a little bit. But be sure to subscribe because eventually other things will start coming out from A lot there. of fun yeah. stuff. I have some exciting stuff mm. I want to do on there. So We're not playing NeverEnding Nightmares, though. Um, Speak for yourself. Okay, I'm not editing that I'm video. I'm prepared to cry on stream. <laughs> I'm not views. editing this. I will literally sob. <laughs> But, and you'll be seeing some of our other um, side characters in there for a little bit. Like, Adam, maybe you'll get to see his face instead of just hear us talk to a window. Ooh, he gave us a little peace sign. Um, and we have others. We have some cool people who are going to be hopefully on this podcast eventually, too. So yeah. be sure to check in with us. Follow us everywhere. Please. A lot of updates going to be through Instagram. Yes. So if you know follow us on there for sure we'll let you know when youtube's up or like stuff is coming out yeah. everything's gonna be updated on there so plus our ghost pictures are just really sick there's some fun pictures on instagram we if broke you into a construction there. site well we didn't break in we were allowed into a construction site yeah uh, we almost died taking those pictures we walked on train tracks and we heard the train horn yeah we didn't know if it was just gonna like roll up smush us <laughs> they see me rolling <laughs> so but yeah that's episode four Good night. Good, yeah, don't listen to this at night. Please don't. We <laughs> really just not. spend a long time. We say that every time. If you listen to this at night, it's your fault. <laughs> the trauma is your fault. And that's the end. <laughs>